0: Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Tuesday, December 5th. Hope you're doing well today as we journey together toward Jesus into this first week of Advent and Um, into uh, this move toward the Christmas season. Uh, So grateful to be with you as we seek to become more like Jesus and do the things that he did uh, in the world around us. And uh, so thankful for uh, those of you who were there with us on Sunday. I know it was a travel week for lots of people, but um, it was uh, great to be together, great to uh, worship and uh, engage the word. So thankful for Kevin Norman and uh, his uh, leadership in the word. Uh, What an excellent job of a short message, Message giving him a, a tough assignment of 15 minutes. He might have gone to 18, but it was uh, well worth it. Uh, really, really excellent job. And so I was really thankful for that. And really thankful for those of you who are part of the annual meeting. Um, I know annual meetings sound like drudgery, but man, uh, I, I think when we can look ahead and we can just stop. And kind of get up, kind of above, and look out from a vision perspective at where God's taking us. Uh, I I think it's always it's so helpful and uh, so encouraging to see that there's a plan, and we're uh, we're trusting the Spirit to continue to lead us forward. And so that was that was great as well. I want to give you some thoughts this week as we step into the Advent season. Around these four names of God from Isaiah chapter 9 um, uh, wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father and Prince of peace um, I love the beauty of the artist renditions and the songwriters renditions that go with each of these weeks um, it, it was it was so uh, captivating to me that both Ginny's uh, Uh, painting, which uh, represented that whole idea of being carried by Jesus through the difficult seasons of life, and Abby's song, which was uh, really a lament that kind of broke into a a recognition of the the goodness of the sovereignty of God uh, multiple times throughout the uh, the lament, That, that both of them captured this idea of the difficulty of following Jesus as the wonderful counselor. And I think that's a a great um, image for us to to get our heads around that Jesus as our wonderful counselor that name from Isaiah chapter nine that uh, that the prophet Isaiah names the Messiah who would come the wonderful counselor is not always as wonderful as we would immediately think it was in fact, I love the way that Kevin defined wonder as uh, something that we uh, wonder about a mystery a a a, 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 a a grand idea that makes us wonder, and so Jesus is full of wonder from that perspective, but not always wonderful like happy, not always wonderful like, oh boy, it was much more of a, wow, I can't quite get my head all the way around the, um, the reality of Jesus as our Uh, wonderful counselor. And uh, both the painting and the song uh, reflected that, that whole idea that and sometimes Jesus as the wonderful counselor can be difficult. Uh, there are aspects of Jesus as the wonderful counselor that are really hard for us to, to get our heads around. And um, and, and there was a, a back half of Kevin's message that, uh, as he alluded to, he didn't really get to because uh, 15 minutes is 15 minutes and you run out of time. But as it relate, and, and he did such a beautiful job representing the uh, the sacrifice of Jesus made for us that God himself sacrificing Jesus to death, uh, as it were, through that, uh, that vision of Abraham, Abram, in Genesis chapter 15, that, uh, that, that from the beginning of time, before the foundation of the world, uh, Jesus was chosen to be the sacrifice for our sins. That's a, a, a beautiful image. But then tied to that, kind of the follow-up of that is, how do I trust him? In the midst of the day-to-day, the stuff that I have to journey through, the difficulties of life, how do I trust that God, Jesus, the wonderful counselor, actually knows what's best? How do I trust that um, when things seem really, really difficult, that, um, that God actually... Is doing the right things, the best things? How do I trust that um, when things seem like they're bad, that they're not really bad, that uh, somehow – God is, uh, is still in control. I've had lots of conversations of just over the last several weeks with people who are saying, it's really hard for me to believe in uh, the God who is good or the God who answers prayer or the God who's in control when my life feels so out of control and when the situation that I'm dealing with seems so hopeless and I've prayed for so long and it seems like God isn't coming through. It's so difficult for me to get my head around that. How do, how do we do that? And there's no easy answer, and um, I, if you uh, haven't been around uh, long enough, you know, you might not know, but I'm uh, not real keen on easy answers anyways, but particularly when the Bible doesn't give us easy answers, I don't think it does us any good to uh, to offer easy answers. But there are answers. They're not easy, but there are answers, and uh, in one of them I uh, is the fact that Jesus can be trusted because Jesus is actually smarter than any of us would give him credit for um, and, and when I say that, that sounds like uh, okay, so Jesus is smart what do, what does that mean well the the heart of it is simply this: uh, Jesus is the wonderful counselor. Because uh, he's not just mighty, he's not just loving, he's not just good, he's actually incredibly intelligent. The creator of the universe, become man, um, would have, as best I can understand, the highest IQ ever recorded. He would be one who understands both the depth of the reality of the world around us, uh, if if it had been discovered at that point, he would have been able to uh, understand and grasp things like quantum physics, but also um, deeply wise. He has an understanding of the world that's far beyond us. And for many of us, we can get our arms around Jesus as glorious or Jesus as loving or uh, Jesus as, uh, as kind, but we struggle with Jesus as smart. But the reality is Jesus is incredibly smart. Uh, Jesus is uh, the smartest being to ever walk the face of the earth. Uh, Jesus is uh, is incredibly able to do um, beyond what we can uh, what we can imagine. I want to read for you a, a quote from Dallas Willard in The Great Conspiracy. You knew there had to be a Dallas Willard quote in here somewhere. Uh, Willard says this Our commitment to Jesus can stand on no other foundation than a recognition that he is the one who knows the truth about our lives and our universe. It is not possible to trust Jesus or anyone else in matters where we do not believe him to be competent. We cannot pray for his help and rely on his collaboration in dealing with real life matters we suspect might defeat his knowledge and abilities. Jesus is Lord can mean little in practice for anyone who has to hesitate before saying Jesus is smart. What's Willard saying? Well, he's saying we can't trust someone if we don't believe that they are able, that they are intelligent. That's going to bleed a bit into the Mighty God uh, sermon from this week as we uh, step into this next name that Isaiah gives to the Messiah. But the reality is if Jesus isn't able, we're not able to trust him. We wouldn't, um, we wouldn't lay down our lives before him and trust him with, um, with everything that we have if that thing that we are trusting him with, we don't believe he's competent in that thing. We don't believe he's, he's smart. But the reality is he's our wonderful counselor because he's incredibly intelligent. What what does that have to do with the lament of the wonderful counselor idea? Well, well, here's the reality. For many of us, uh, we find ourselves in a position where – um, yes, Jesus is, uh, is the wonderful counselor, but our life looks like we need uh, uh, something rearranged. We, we find ourselves in the middle of really, really difficult situations, and it's hard for us to, to really believe in the God who is the wonderful counselor, the one who can direct us and guide us, when it seems so much to so many of us that he's failed in that guidance to us in various ways. But when we start to step back and recognize who Jesus is and what it means that God has come to earth as a man, that, that the fullness of the creator God, the father God, is in Jesus himself and he fully reflects uh, the, the beauty of the father. When we start to recognize that, we can then put our trust in him. We can rest in the fact that he knows the situations that I'm in. He understands the brokenness of my relationships. He understands the trickiness of the marriage that I find myself in. He understands my finances. He understands uh, the complexity of my job or the complexity of uh, the, the, um, the, the web of uh, relationships that I feel like I'm trapped in. He understands all of it. He understands the, uh, the situation that I can't make heads or tails of. He gets it. And so, therefore, I can trust him. And that doesn't make it easy. Um, in fact, um, I, I thought Abby's song so beautifully represented it. It actually feels really hard. But when we lift up our eyes, we recognize that he is there and he's smart and he is able. And so, friends, as we journey with him today, I hope that that's an encouragement to you. I know it is to me, uh, remembering that he is completely able. And so um, I pray for you that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours, that you would sense his spirit on you and in you and working through you as you move towards him. uh, And he would flow out of us, all of us, to the waiting and watching world around us. Have a great rest of the day, um, and I'll look forward to being back with you again tomorrow. Grace and peace to you.